Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Today, eat Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal. Super as in Superman. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal presents... The Adventures of Superman! Today, trapped in a concrete pit, Superman in his guise of Clark Kent and Lois Lane, girl reporter, hear Richard Haller pronounce their death sentence. You know what happens to spies who allow themselves to be caught, don't you? Clark, easy, Lois. But in case you don't, you're going to find out right now. Before we find out, where will you get a load of this? Just think, in the spaceships of the future, you'll roar right out past the Earth's gravitational field. Then what'll it be like to move around inside your rocket? Well, you'll probably have to pull yourself along. And if you step a foot off the floor, you'll stay there. Because there'll be no gravity to pull you down again. Correct. Makes your spine tingle just to think of it. It's a fact. And right now, Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal, brings you a terrific rocket model of your own. The Gyrocket. Yes, a gyrocket you launch right from your hand and send flashing high into the sky. This gyrocket is slim and sleek, business-like to the last inch, shaped of brilliantly colored wood, almost half a foot long. And a steel propeller at the stern gives it maximum power. Right. And launching your gyrocket's a cinch, because with it, you get a metal launching rod and a wooden rocket launcher. You just flick your arm and off it streaks up over the treetops. Now, don't miss out. To get your gyrocket, mail 15 cents and a box top from Kellogg's Pep to Superman, Box 124, New York 8, New York. Remember, you can't buy this gyrocket anywhere. The only way to get it is to send a box top from Kellogg's Pep, together with 15 cents, a dime and a nickel, and your name and address clearly printed to Superman, Box 124, New York 8, New York. This offer is limited to the United States. Adventures of Superman. Discovering the hideout of Richard Haller, the mysterious red-bearded book collector who managed to get possession of the original aerial rocket in which Superman came to Earth, Clark Kent and Lois Lane waited until nightfall and then slipped into Haller's barn, where in a concrete pit beneath the floor, they found the Superman rocket. But a moment later, as they were examining it, the barn suddenly blazed with light and a dozen hard-faced men, including Haller, lined the open trap door and pointed guns down into the pit. What do you say, boss? Do I let them have it? Wait a minute. I want to ask them something first. You've already asked us. Yes, we know what happens to spies, but we're not spies. We're newspaper reporters. We, we lost our way in the woods. So you broke into this barn and climbed down into that pit looking for a road map. Is that it? No, that's not it. I didn't think so. Your name is Clark Kent and the girl's name is Lois Lane. You visited my house in Metropolis last night, posing as rare book dealers. Somehow you learned where to find me. You came up here looking for a big story. Or is that all? You seem to know all the answers. I make it my business to learn the answers, Mr. Kent. I find it very profitable. Now, one more question. Just before I turned the lights on, I overheard you tell Miss Lane that we had made one mistake in designing the model of the Superman rocket. What was that mistake? I'm a newspaper reporter, not a rocket designer. But what I know about rockets... As the son of even Kent, you might know a great deal. Clark, what is he talking about? Mr. Kent knows what I'm talking about, girly. Well, what was the mistake? Don't waste your breath, Haller. Even if I did know, the last person in the world I'd tell would be a traitor to his country. A man who's willing to sell out humanity for a price. 
You? So that's the way you feel about it. That's exactly the way. All right, boys, let him have it. Come on. Moving with the speed of light, ten feet lower off her feet and behind the protective scroll of the Superman rocket, a deadly steel-jacketed bullet smashed into the sides of the concrete pit. Shielding the terrified girl reporter with his body, Kent hears the bull-like voice of Haller echo through the barn and fury with rage. Catch them! Catch them! Like fiery hailstones, bullets pour from the flaming muzzles of a dozen automatics, some flattening against the concrete walls of the pit, and others ricocheting wildly off the steel hull of the rocket. Hidden under the rocket and protected by Kent's invulnerable body, Lois, for the moment, is safe. But as Kent well knows, it may only be for a moment. What's the matter with you? Why don't you get them? Wait, fast! They're under the rocket! Stop firing! Hold it! Follow me. We can't get to them here. We'll go down into the pit. Clark, they're coming down for us. Don't worry. Everything's going to be all right. Oh, no, we haven't got a chance. Here they come. Let them come. They're going to be in for a surprise. And so are you. The surprise of your life. Forced to make a choice between saving Lois from instant death at the hands of Haller's gunman or revealing the long-guarded secret that Clark Kent and Superman are one and the same person, Kent takes the only possible course. Quickly, he strips off his jacket. Clark, what are you doing? Getting ready for Haller and his killers? Here, hold his glasses. Well, you're out of your mind. They've got guns. Won't matter once I get this shirt off. All right, boys. Blast them out! Sitting blue flame, the automatics in the hands of Howard's men send a hail of deadly whining bullets to the now unprotected spot where Lois Lane, terror-stricken, couches behind Clark Kent, expecting each moment to be her last. Kent moves quickly from side to side, protecting her against the death-dealing steel-jacketed slugs. Then, suddenly, the strange and mysterious hand of fate enters the picture. A bullet from one of the automatics strikes the concrete wall of the pit and, glancing off, smashes into a metal barrel of high-octane gasoline. There's a deep, muffled explosion, and almost instantly, the pit is a flaming inferno. <laughs> Gasoline exploded. There's fire all around us. We can't get out. Here, wrap my jacket around your head. Hurry. Oh, oh heaven. Don't say things like that. Can't breathe. Oh, goodness. We'll be out of here in a minute. All right, keep that jacket on your head. Lois. Oh, the poor kid, she passed out. Well, maybe it's better that way. Now I can handle matters as Superman. Up with her. There. Now, out and away. Cradling the now unconscious girl reporter in his powerful arms, Superman streaks through the roaring fire and blinding black smoke and flashes out through the open barn doors above the heads of Richard Haller's panic-stricken gunmen who clawed one another in attempting to escape the deadly inferno. A moment later, he hovers in curious flight high in the starry sky. Now to get this jacket off Lois's head. There. She ought to be all right in a moment now. Then I can drop down on Mr. Haller again. Lois. Hey, that's funny. She's limp as a rag and her hands are ice cold. Great Scott, her pulse is weak. I'd better not take any chances. Better get her to a doctor fast. Must be one in the village. Away! <laughs> Quite sure, Superman. She evidently inhaled some burning gasoline fumes and became partially asphyxiated. Fortunately, you've got her here in time. Good. I've given her some oxygen and a sedative. I'd leave her here if I were you. Certainly until morning. Oh, I'll be glad to, Doctor, if it isn't too much trouble. No trouble at all. In fact, I'm quite proud to be able to do something for a friend of Superman's. Well, thank you. I've got to leave now. Well, you go right ahead, and don't you worry about the young lady. Thanks again, Doc. Oh, yes, one thing. W- would you please tell Miss Lane that Clark Kent is all right... Tell her he uh, escaped without injury. Be glad to. Good night. Thanks for everything. You're more than welcome. Good night. 
Now to get back to Richard Haller and his gang. Up and away! There's Haller's place in that clearing. Great Scott. The barn's burned to the ground and the rocket is completely destroyed. Everyone's gone. Haller and his thugs, all of them. The place is deserted. No, wait. There's someone in the farmhouse. It's Haller himself. He's all alone. He seems to be waiting for someone. Down. Down. Superman is right. Richard Haller is waiting for someone. He's waiting for Superman. Because Richard Haller believes he has a weapon against which Superman cannot fight. Gang, there's a startling, shocking surprise coming up in just a minute. So don't miss the climax of today's episode. Keep listening. The Superman rocket means world power. And the Gyrocket, the sensational rocket model, means thrill-a-minute fun. Yes, sir. And Kellogg's Pep, the super cereal, offers you a Gyrocket. A gyrocket that you yourself can launch to zoom into the sky, up over the treetops. This terrific gyrocket has a brilliantly colored wood body. It's streamlined and sleek, almost half a foot long. And a steel propeller at the stern loads the gyrocket with rotational thrust. Yet launching's a cinch, because with your gyrocket, you get a metal launching rod and a wooden rocket launcher. You hold the launching rod in your hand, flick your arm, and up it streaks high in the sky. Now's the time to get in on the fun. Get several gyrockets. You can be captain of a whole fleet of the future, right? Then have thrilling contests with your friends. Trials for speed and accuracy and distance. Practice so you can be the rocket champ of your neighborhood. Now listen carefully. For each gyrocket you want, today send 15 cents and a box top from Kellogg's Pep to Superman, Box 124, New York 8, New York. Do it today, right now. The supply of gyrockets is going, so don't get left out. Remember, you can't buy this gyrocket anywhere. The only way you can get it is to send a Kellogg's Pep box top together with 15 cents, a dime and a nickel, plus your name and address clearly printed to Superman. Box 124, New York 8, New York. This offer is limited to the United States. And now, back to the adventures of Superman. Returning to the scene of the gasoline explosion, Superman finds the barn at Richard Haller's hideout reduced to ashes, and the Superman rocket totally destroyed. But Haller himself, red-bearded and mysterious, is waiting alone in the living room of the farmhouse. He rises and smiles as Superman enters and closes the door behind him. I rather thought you'd be back. Too late for the rocket, though. But not too late for you. You're not interested in me. Now that the original rocket's gone for good, I'm not very important to you or anyone else, am I? You may be very important to the FBI and the War Department. Now, just a minute. You don't think I waited here for you to be taken to the FBI? Hardly. I don't care why you waited. All I Perhaps know is... before you tell me what you know, I'd better tell you what I know. And I assure you my information is much more startling than yours. Much more. Look, Haller, I'm not interested in making conversation with you. Save all this beautiful chatter for the FBI and the War Department. You're not taking me to the FBI or anywhere else. Oh, no. Who's going to stop me? I have a little weapon. A very interesting little weapon. Don't make me laugh. You won't laugh. Believe me. All right, I've had enough of this. Let's go. Next stop, Washington. Not so fast, Mr. Kent. What? what did you say? That's my little weapon. I have evidence and proof that Clark Kent and Superman are one and the same person. I can keep that secret. I can tell it to the world. Take your choice. Shocked beyond belief, Superman stares at Richard Haller in speechless amazement sick, empty feeling at the pit of his stomach. In his heart of hearts, he realizes that the red-bearded Haller has somehow stumbled on the only weapon that could be used against him. 
the secret of his double identity, the knowledge that Clark Kent is Superman. Because once he is revealed as Superman, Clark Kent can no longer be effective as a champion of justice. For a fleeting moment, a wild and daring thought flashes through his mind. He's alone with Haller. In an instant, he could crush the slimy, red-bearded enemy of decency and end forever Haller's threat against humanity and himself. But that would be murder. Cold-blooded murder. What can Superman do? What would you do? Gang, don't miss Monday's episode for the thrill of your life. Nothing like this has ever happened to Superman before. And you'll want to hear what decision he makes. So tune in Monday, same time, same station, for Chapter 11 of The Secret Rocket on The Adventures of Superman. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, The Adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at this same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Welcome back. I have to say that our villain is a man of unusual uh, temperament. It's rare that someone will be smart enough to figure out who Superman is, but dumb enough to think that firing guns around rockets and gasoline is a good idea. I, I have, over the years, pointed out the ways that uh, the radio version of Superman does a lot of things that could give his secret identity away. However, I don't think any of that has to do with why uh, he's been found out. It has to do with even Kent's uh, decision that, you know what I should put in the family Bible? Found crashed alien rocket ship containing baby I adopted. Uh, I do wonder how uh, he's going to explain to Lois why he thought that stripping off his clothes would help them be saved from the bad guy. On another note, I had to uh, chuckle and be a bit sad at the uh, commercial that we had with the uh, rocket departing the platform for Saturn on the Express. My wife said the future's not as cool as it used to be. Paraphrasing uh, the great Yogi Berra, I guess. Because we're 60... Uh, Eight years after this episode, and I don't think we'll be having rockets to Saturn uh, that we can ride like trains anytime soon. Well, now we turn to some listener comments and feedback, and uh, Neil uh, Leslie says, Hi, Adam. Just wanted to let you know how much I enjoyed and am enjoying the two most recent Superman serials, Superman vs. Kryptonite and The Secret Rocket. I have to wonder if the whole plot device of Superman thinking his name was Bud Smith in the Superman vs. Kryptonite storyline was an instance of the writers having a little fun with the audience. An inside joke, as I'm sure you know, the voice of Superman for all these old radio serials was Clayton Bud Collier. In this serial, Superman was constantly asking, is my name Bud? And the answer was both yes and no. Clayton Collier uh, was... The actor went by the nickname Bud, so in that sense, the answer was yes. But of course, that wasn't his name on the show. So in another sense, the answer was no. Um, I'm also enjoying the latest serial, The Secret Rocket. It's kind of uh, fun to see Clark Kent Superman back home among people who knew him when he was just plain old Clark Kent farm boy. 
they would probably be the last people in the world to believe that Clark Kent was also Superman. A prophet is without honor in his own country, right? Also, I noticed that the most recent episode of this serial is the 800th episode of the Old Time Radio Superman Show. Congratulations. I wonder if I can still get any of those genuine GI money belts or the gyro rocket. Uh, what's that you say? They don't sell, uh, make pep cereal anymore? Darn. Well, I'll comment on your comments on the secret rocket. Um, I do think that overall, um, with Clark Kent, nobody thinks he's Superman just because of the image he occasionally portrays. That's part of the, uh, disguise. And it was something a lot of uh, characters were doing back then. That's sort of a logical element. And uh, regarding the uh, 800th episode, thank you. I meant to mention that. Um, I, d I don't think it gets as much uh, notice. We do have uh, 104 episodes a year, occasionally more. Um, we actually have about another 200 and... Um, 200 or so to go before we get into actually 30-minute uh, single self-contained uh, episodes for about 19 weeks. So we've got a little less than three years left to go on this uh, podcast, so it's it's definitely been a very uh, interesting uh, eight years. Um, regarding can you still get the prices, yes, you can. You just have to get them on eBay. Uh, where they are quite a bit more uh, expensive. Uh, for example, uh, one of the premiums from last year was the Superman um, uh, Superman Crusader ring. And I actually, uh, when I was writing the current book, um, the powerhouse book, the next one that will come out, Speed Trap, I did some research on that to see, you know, what those go for. And a Superman Crusader ring cost about four to five hundred dollars, uh, depending on condition. Um, so you can get some of these things as collectors, but, uh, it's not as simple as a dime in a box stock. Though I think stuff that doesn't have Superman's name on it may be a little bit less expensive. But thanks so much for your very thoughtful, uh, email. I appreciate it. That will do it for today. If you do have a comment, email it to me, adam at adamsweb.us. Be sure and rate the show on iTunes and pick up your copy of Powerhouse's Heroic Adventures Bundle, available as an audiobook or an ebook. But in the meantime, from Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off. <laughs>